Welcome to Creative Abundance with Aubrey Westland. I'm Aubrey, your host. Over the past decade, I've ventured through the world of entrepreneurship, launching three businesses from the spark of an idea to thriving ventures. And now I'm eager to share those insights with you. Here, creativity and finance don't just coexist, they harmonize. Join me as we plant ideas, nurture dreams, and collectively harvest the riches of creative abundance. Hello, hello. You guys, I don't know what it is about this podcast, but I feel like someone else is calling the shots. When I record, this has happened multiple times, like just like some weird tech issue happens like my headphones will randomly like pick start picking up the audio they'll connect like as I'm recording and then the audio will start recording through my headphones which are like in the other room or for today's episode I actually already recorded it and now the file is just like frozen like I cannot I can't do anything with it I can't listen to it I can't like send the file to another device. I can't upload it. It's just like, it's frozen. And it's like, I've tried everything, obviously. So I'm just going to re-record it and realize that, or just accept that it wasn't as good as it could be the first time. (laughs) So I'm back. Let's see. I cannot believe this is the last podcast of the year. and the last week of the year and my 15th episode like that's insane if you had told me six months ago that by the end of the year I would have recorded 15 episodes of my own podcast I probably wouldn't have believed you but all of these tech issues are actually kind of pushing me to rent a studio space and like Not just my podcast tech issues, but other things have been just like pushing me like I need my own space. I'm in a rental house right now where like I don't have my own office. And so I've been recording like in my car or in my bedroom and it just it's not the vibe. And I also just like need a creative space of my own. And then I saw this place like pop up on Marketplace, like these artist studios almost right next to my house, like a block away. So I think I'm going to check those out. And I'm really excited about like possibly having my own space next year to do whatever I want in. I'm going to like set up a painting station and have a like podcasting desk in there. I mean, if, if it works out, I will keep you updated. Um, But anyways, let's see. One more update before we get into this fun episode. Stock Photography Academy early enrollment closes December 31st. And I'm reminding you again because I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to come back and say, oh, I can't believe I missed it. I meant to sign up, blah, blah, blah. It's your last chance, babe. So don't miss out. Even though the course is being re-recorded right now, I think sometime in January, I'm going to actually open some resources up to the people that have enrolled early 
And there's going to be like a community aspect for those people too. So you won't actually have to wait until February if you enroll early. There will be some courses open to you and some resources that will be open to you. You're kind of going to get like the first look at it because I'm going to be releasing it to early enrollment students as I go. And then for others, like you're probably just going to get it all at once. So those are the dates. I know many photographers are, you guys are moving into your slow season. And let me just say this is the perfect time to get started or come back to your stock photography portfolio. I know this is usually when we are focused on bookings and like making our websites look pretty and all of that stuff. But this is really your time to be investing in stock photography as a passive income stream and to be putting in some of that initial work so that it can kind of coast later in the year when you are like busier and you don't really have the time for it. And you might even see some sales come in. So yeah, please, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me. And if even if I miss it, my social media manager is pretty good at letting me know when there's something I need to respond to. So please feel free to reach out if you have questions like that. Jeez, my throat is a little bit scratchy today, so... Hopefully I get through this episode. So something that I really wanted to talk about when I started this podcast was the seasons and seasonal energies and how I love to work that into my business and into the flow of the year and how I kind of use it as my guide. And I know a lot of people have been using like their periods doing cycle syncing and it's sort of a similar idea. I incorporate cycle syncing into my life a little bit and if you don't really know much about that then go read a book called In the Flow by Alyssa VT. You can also probably just open your TikTok app and <laughs> there it's kind of become like a really popular trend talk people talking about there are like cycle coaches now who can like coach you through your period <laughs> so if that's something you want to learn about I'm not the best person to teach you so I highly recommend go and read that book I think that's the best way to like start learning about it but I've always liked to use the seasons and use those as kind of like my guideposts for my energy and what I'm doing and how I'm working. So today I want to talk about late winter and the energy of late winter, um, how I am using that energy. And I really feel like winter is the time when I begin to focus on this even more than other seasons because I kind of feel like I need it. I need it the most. I need something to lean on in work and personally, just like with my mental health. So I kind of break um, this up into different categories of what I do 
in late winter. And I think that every season kind of has like early and late, but winter the most because we have like such a stark contrast between early winter and late winter because of the holidays. And really winter is not a time, not necessarily meant to be a time where our bodies like really want to like go all out and party and be super social. But our culture has just kind of built it that way. So we work around it. And that's why I think that because we're kind of going against like the natural rhythms of winter in early winter, it's even more important to pay attention to what we're doing in late winter. So in winter, our capacity is limited. So even though like we can do a lot of the things that we normally do, you know, throughout the year, like say going to parties, for example, we don't have like the same capacity to do that as say you do in the middle of summer, summer, right? And so that's where like thinking about your boundaries and what your boundaries are and how you're going to protect those boundaries is actually really, really important. So first off, in late winter, I try to like really embrace the most wintry parts of winter. (laughs) Things that I wouldn't typically do year round, like making all the soups, drinking lots of tea, spending a lot of time inside by the fire, doing like art and crafts, taking more time to just like do those like nervous system regulating activities. I'm not usually working out as hard in the winter. I'm doing, I'm focusing on things like yoga and walking and some days even just like taking a bath or doing some breathing exercises, doing some meditations. For me, that can be like a part of my exercise routine. And then there is kind of one exception is like going back to the cycle syncing thing with our bodies as if you have a period. You can kind of draw from the energy of when you're ovulating or like for me that's also like right after my period so we get a little bit more energy during those times of the month and that's when you know say you want to throw a party or you want to do something super social or do like a more strenuous strenuous workout that would be the time that you could still fit it in and not feel like completely zapped afterwards. So I do, I plan that as well. I, I kind of like plan that ahead. Um, and then the rest of the time, I'm, I'm chilling out a little bit more. But otherwise, I'm really kind of laying low. I am focusing on my most intimate relationships. I am taking a lot of extra time for myself to do things alone. I, I'm not really 
very interested in like taking courses or joining programs at this time. The one thing I might do is like work one-on-one with someone. And even in my business, like I'm not typically running workshops or programs where I'm speaking to a lot of people at once. I'm focusing more on my intimate like one-on-one clients rather than trying to focus on everyone and reach a lot of people. In my work, in like late December, January, February, I am usually focused on planning and planning for the year ahead. I'm often like focused on improving my existing courses. That's why I am fully immersed in re-recording Stock Photography Academy right now. I'm just really kind of like in my little editing cave by myself, (laughs) my recording cave. I am, I will plan out different things for the year. So like a launch schedule, I will plan out, you know, when I'm going to release new offers. I might not really have those offers like completely nailed down yet, but I'll have like a loose idea of what it is that I want to offer. And along with that, I will like go and revamp all my offers. And that's what I talked about last week on the podcast. So if you want to know how I do that, definitely go listen to that episode. It's a great episode. And I kind of walk you through how to revamp your offers. But this is definitely the time of year when I look at the things that I've offered in the past year and see like what I want to take out, what do I need to release? what do I want to do more of and plan accordingly with like my calendar for the year. And I'll also spend some time like double checking my systems, seeing where I can improve those systems and my client journeys, seeing, you know, what I might have missed this year. And I just kind of think of the entire like late winter season as my time to wrap things up and plan for the year ahead. And I personally like to visualize the beginning of my year really happening in the spring and really like my birthday, which is in late February, February is like my true start to the year. I have a hard time just jumping in January 1st. So I like to take that just kind of like the slow energy of the late winter to take advantage of that. And then my birthday is sort of like the beginning of the year for me. (laughs) So, and I think that's perfect because it's like, that's when spring, at least where I live, feels like it's slowly entering the world and the world is waking up. And yeah, just in general, like, I kind of just like to match what's happening in my garden. Like, it's important that my garden has time to rest. And that is when my plants are, this is so cheesy, (laughs) but I love it. My plants, you know, they're like, the soil needs that time to rest. And As the plants like break down, they are adding these really important nutrients to those to the soil, really important like organic matter 
And that's what an organic garden needs to thrive. And so I kind of think of myself like that. Like, if I'm really going to thrive, I need these times of rest. And so, yeah, that's, you know, you guys know I love gardening. I'm obsessed. I, and so, of course, I want to match my energy to the energy of my garden. So, That's kind of where I'm coming from here. And then when it comes to myself, my inner world, I feel like it just gets louder this time of year. Like I try to pay extra attention to my mental health. And I feel like... Yeah, this is more prevalent if you live in a place that has four seasons where right now is kind of the dead of winter. But this is usually when I will up the dosage for my medication. If I, yeah, I'm I'm like trying to find a new therapist. <laughs> this is like when I need, I need someone to talk to. I've had a hard time finding a good therapist but this is like I kind of just go through these cycles where I'm like okay I'm good for a while and then winter comes back around and I'm like okay I need to try again I need to find a new therapist to talk to I also like to do things like make sure I'm getting outside taking walks I love being in nature and so even though you know there aren't flowers outside things aren't blooming I have really appreciate, learned to appreciate just like the raw winter landscapes. And no matter how cold it gets, I really try to push myself to get outside every day, go on walks. Sometimes like I'll try to like have a really brisk walk and then towards the end if the sun's out, I'll like close my eyes and just like face the sun. (laughs) And pretend it's summer. And I just imagine like I'm transporting myself there for a few moments. And then I'll go back inside and try to work on a project. And I'll almost like, almost like I've harnessed that energy, even for just a couple hours. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, it works. I... I love the energy of summer when it comes to work. And so if I can even just like, remember how I said like your capacity is limited? That's kind of what I'm talking about. Even though I can like muster up that strength to like be super productive for a few hours a day, like it's not going to be for eight hours. It's going to be for two hours, <laughs> but that's okay. Like, I'm I'm not putting the pressure on myself to get eight or nine hours of work done a day in January. It's, I'm I'm going to be realistic about it, and it's, I'm not going to try to make that happen. I'm not going to try to force that to happen. So also, like, giving yourself really loose deadlines and things like that, not loading up your calendar, again, back to the boundaries thing, being very aware of what you need your boundaries to be this time of year, and being really protective of them, of your space and of your energy because that capacity, 
as I said, it's not huge. So <laughs> you got to work with it. But yeah, I think that it can be really nice. It can be really refreshing to kind of play with this energy, especially after the holidays. There's a few more things I wanted to say about work, I think. Oh, when it comes to stock photography, I also take this time to like plan out my year of content. So I will, if anyone's taken my course or like purchased my subjects that sell guides, I will go through those guides for every month of the year. And I will try to like put things on my calendar, like different seasonal shoots that I want to do throughout the year. And I'm honestly not taking a ton of photos during this time. Um, if something inspires me, like, yeah, I'll grab my camera and I'll go for it. But it, again, it's kind of like it stays with those closer relationships uh, and like maybe my own hobbies, like maybe I'm taking photos of food that I've made or something like that and not necessarily like doing model calls for, you know, a family I've never met before, that sort of thing. Um, again, a lot of planning that happens. And I'm also just like going through my photos from the year that I might have missed and focusing on like getting those things uploaded and kind of like clearing off my hard drives. Not like my my storage hard drives, but like photos I've been setting aside to upload and yeah, just kind of getting that stuff done. Again, like I'm in my cave atmosphere. <laughs> I'm a cave woman and I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. And, and now, perfect example, I need to sign off. My voice is almost gone. And this is a great example of my capacity being limited and my body saying no. <laughs> so I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to go make a cup of tea and not do any work for the rest of the day. All right. I love you all. Happy New Year, everyone. And I'll talk to you in 2024.